having my heart or whatever. And love, true love, will follow you fire out. I will give your heart to a wild thing. They don't know your heart. I do. I've seen it. You have shown it to me. Is my heart showing? Oh, it's Megan. Hey, y'all. It's Molly. Welcome to another episode of Is My Heart Showing? Today is part three of the diet series, and we're talking all about the Mediterranean diet. recently recommended by his doctor to try the Mediterranean diet to lower his cholesterol. Um, he just said it to me in passing when he came back from his appointment, but you know, of course I took it really seriously. I dove all in, got all the books, <laughs> put them on. Naturally. Um, I, yeah, I'd heard of the Mediterranean diet, but I didn't really know anything about it, but since trying it out, I actually really love it and enjoy trying the new foods and recipes. It's also adaptable to your likes. And if you um, stay on it, you can keep full and you will feel great after you eat. And for the most part, the dishes are fairly easy to make. Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about this diet, but from what you've told me about it, it sounds like something that my family needs to switch to possibly because we've kind of done the plant-based. And so right now we're kind of just like doing whatever, but it kind of almost sounds like that, but you can have a little bit more. So I'm excited to learn more about it. Mediterranean diet has been the number one diet in the country for a few years now. It's been on the researchers radar for 50 or more years. It's sustained popularity most likely to the fact that it's real food, it's delicious, and you do really feel great eating this food. The approach is healthy anti-inflammatory foods, but you can eat really from any food group. It's not limiting bread like keto or meat like plant-based. The Mediterranean diet is a way of eating inspired by the traditional cuisine of Greece, Spain, Italy, and France. So basically along the Mediterranean. Um, I would like to read this quote from PubMed Central, which explains how it kind of came to be a thing. So the discovery of the health benefits of the Mediterranean diets attributed to the American scientist Ansel Keys of the University of Minnesota School of Power, which pointed out the correlation between cardiovascular disease and diet for the first time. Ansel Keys in the 50s was struck by a phenomenon which could not at first provide a full explanation. The poor population of small towns of Southern Italy was against all predictions much healthier than the wealthy citizens of New York, either of their own relatives who immigrated in earlier decades in the United States. He suggested that this depended on food and tried to validate his original insight, focusing his attention on foods that made up the diet of these populations. 
Thus, he led the famous seven country study conducted in Finland, Holland, Italy, United States, Greece, Japan, and Yugoslavia in order to document the relationship between lifestyles, nutrition, and cardiovascular disease between different populations, including through cross-sectional studies, being able to prove scientifically the nutritional value of the Mediterranean diet and its contribution to the health of the populations that adopted it. The article continues to say, from this study emerged clearly as the populations that had adopted a diet based on the Mediterranean diet presented a very low rate of cholesterol in the blood and consequently a minimum percentage of coronary heart disease. This was mainly due to the plentiful use of olive oil, bread, pasta, vegetables, herbs, garlic, red onions, and other foods of vegetable origin compared to a rather moderate use of meat. So specifically the Greek island of Crete at the time of key study had the highest life expectancy in the world. So other countries in this region were soon researched as well with similar results. And in 1993, a food pyramid based model of the Mediterranean diet was presented by the Harvard School of Public Health and Old Ways, a nonprofit. It's because of this and earlier research that the diets now considered the gold standard of diets by the scientific community. Obviously not every area around the Mediterranean eats the way prescribed on the Mediterranean diet. So it's important to note that you need to be following the true Mediterranean diet. So don't like go on vacation somewhere <laughs> just assume <laughs> that everything you eat is fine. Um, yeah, so it's a specific pattern of eating as well as the food and it's something very specific to the island of Crete and the southern region of Italy. Pie dish 
And so you had to like take out the frozen um, pie crust. And it, I mean, it was super simple, but I mean, compared to everything else, like it was, I guess, a little bit hard. Um, extra virgin olive oil is the main source of fat on this diet. So you'll definitely need to find a place to buy in bulk. You really, really go through it. It's used exclusively for everything, um, which is kind of why I was shocked to hear about the heating thing. If you listen to yeah. our keto episode, um, we brought up that they say not to cook with extra virgin olive oil, like when you're going to heat it up. But in all Mediterranean, all the recipes, they cook exclusively with extra virgin olive oil. And actually, after further reading about this, I think that as long as you aren't using extremely high heat, you're fine to cook mm. on it with a stove. You just need to cook it like medium or low heat and you'll be <sighs> fine. That's a relief. <laughs> and cheese and dairy products are used in this diet. They're served along with veggies, but if that's not your thing, you could totally leave them out. Um, cheese isn't always very agreeable with my husband, so I just kind of like leave it out of the recipes and then I top my bowl or whatever we're having with it. But it's things like feta, mozzarella, or parmesan. Mainly to drink, you'll have water, you can have coffee, tea, and wine is okay, but only with food. There are some diets out there that say they're Mediterranean and they involve drinking a lot of wine. <laughs> That's not the true Mediterranean diet, just so you know. And, of course, very little sweets. Like most diets, um, dessert just really, it's very sparingly, like, for your birthday every so often. And if you broke down the macros on this diet, it would be about 40 to 45% carbs, 35 to 40% fat. Remember, this is mostly extra virgin olive oil. So you're eating a lot of extra virgin olive oil and 20% protein. It's also recommended along with the diet that you follow the rhythm of eating that they do in the Mediterranean and that it can contribute even more to your overall benefits. They eat a light morning meal, usually savory with a mid-morning snack around 10 a.m. Lunch is actually their largest meal of the day around 1 p.m. or as late as 4 p.m. Afternoon coffee around 5, and then their dinner is a much smaller meal than their lunch, and they usually eat that between 7 to 10 at night <laughs> with little kids. Wow. Um, this is very similar to if you've ever been to Spain or if you've heard of tapas. Um, it's, it's kind of that idea where they have these appetizers late at night to just kind of snack on. Um, it's kind of more relaxing lifestyle. I actually yeah. really like having a bigger lunch. I, I just, yeah, I, I feel like I'd like that. It, I don't, it, that would be so hard to change. I feel like if your husband stays home for work, that's easier to do than if he doesn't. But Sure, right. And I think in this culture, that's a big thing is they do – take a break. I think school lets out. They go home for wow. lunch. They eat it as a family. They have the siesta and then they go oh, back yeah. to work, go back to school and finish the day. So that is, you know, it's not something that is 
the easiest to do in our Western culture. But I do like having that larger, more filling lunch. And then you have the energy when you yeah. need it to finish the day and you're busier at night. So you eat something lighter. I, I don't know. I, I do kind of like to get on that a little bit. So here's what you can eat. Yeah. I, I was going to say real fast. I was going to say um, my I follow some travel uh vloggers on YouTube and they have friends in Italy and they go there all the time and at restaurants there I know it's not like you sit down for an hour and you eat and then you leave it's like if you have a table that is your table for the whole evening at that restaurant and they do not want you like it's considered rude to leave mm. like they want you to stay for a long time and like hang out and it yeah like you said like it's like relaxing like at night like yeah like they expect you to stay for a very long time and not just like eat for 30 minutes to an hour and then leave so anyway yeah my husband went to Spain a few years ago and he just said it was so strange to see like three-year-olds at 10 o'clock eating a meal you know 10 p.m at night yeah but that's just their you know that's how they do it down there so so here's what you can eat um it's not an exhaustive list but it's a great start um that's easy you bought beets broccoli cabbage carrots cauliflower celery cucumbers eggplant garlic green beans leeks mushrooms okra onions peas peppers potatoes tomatoes, zucchini, arugula, collard greens, dandelion greens, kale, romaine lettuce, spinach. Fruits, you have apples, apricots, avocados, cantaloupe, cherries, figs, grapefruits, grapes, lemons, mandarins, oranges, peaches, pears, tangerines, watermelons. Um, for your fats, you can have almonds, of course, extra virgin olive oil, Pine nuts, pistachios, sashimi, which is grounded sesame seeds, um, so sesame seeds, walnuts, black-eyed peas, chickpeas, lentils, pinto beans, white beans, and bread. You can have bread. Whole grains best, so think dipping it in extra virgin olive oil. It's a good way to soak up a lot of oil and get it in your diet. Barley, couscous. Plain Greek yogurt. You can have full fat or low fat yogurt. The more natural, the better. Feta, Parmesan, mozzarella, and ricotta. Of course, red meat only once a week. Chicken or fish a few times a week. Seafood includes calamari, crab, crayfish, herring, lobster, octopus, mackerel, mussels, salmon, shrimp, and trout whatever is good in your area. Um, and then staples to keep in your pantry includes capers, sun-dried tomatoes, roasted bell peppers, marinated artichoke hearts. Um, you can also get the plain ones, but the marinated are so good. Uh, balsamic vinegar, canned crushed tomatoes, honey, kalamata olives, red wine vinegar, you've got the that. And then spices, basil, cumin, dill, sea salt, oregano, and parsley. I highly recommend getting a cookbook, too, which can give you a lot of good information about the best kind of extra virgin olive oil to get. So you can find out the why and the how, and then 
tips for what to do for your So let's get into the benefits of the diet. Mediterranean diet can protect your body from heart disease by lowering your cholesterol. That's remember back to the stars. The whole reason why I got on this was the doctor recommended it for my husband to lower his cholesterol. Um, it can also help um, control your blood pressure and lower your risk of obesity because you will lose weight on this. The diet is associated with up to a 25% reduced risk of developing heart disease and can even protect those who've already have had heart disease. It can help reduce the risk of type two diabetes, protect from certain cancers by reducing inflammation, avoiding damaging the DNA and prevent metastasis. It can help with brain function, reducing your risk of Alzheimer's by 40% and may delay mental decline for 10 or so years. Long-term weight loss, which is what we all want, right? improvement in mood, yeah. live longer and better and just more. And for, you know, you feel better. There are lots of research out there on that one. So definitely search for anything that ails you and see if this diet might be able to help you. But like every diet, this isn't for everyone. Um, so, you know, it's also, if you are the kind of person that just likes to go and get all that prepackaged stuff, and just go, it may not be your cup of tea, but it, I would say just like a little bit of meal prep at the beginning of the week. And you actually don't have to cook that much with this. It's a lot of, um, cold meals. Like I don't feel, I mean, you can definitely eat mm -hmm. hot stuff, but it's just like mixing things together. Um, I just, I think most of it is eating cold, but I mean, obviously they have soups and pies and things that you can make hot, but if you don't want to do that, if that's not your thing, you could just mix up all kinds of just chop up some veggies, mix it all together with some hummus and eat it. I mean, that's, we did that tonight. Like just, we had some like tzatziki sauce and some hummus with like tomatoes, cucumbers, some chickpeas. And I made like, um, a quinoa brown rice mix. And we just like mixed it all up in a bowl and it was great. So, I mean, super simple. Yeah. And very little cooking involved. Um, and I make a ton of like, just what they consider Mediterranean salad. I mean, you can like a Greek salad, like you would order at a restaurant that has like the mozzarella with the um, tomato and the spinach, like a traditional Greek salad is totally on the menu where you have like the basil and the tomato and the mozzarella. That's totally Mediterranean. And you can okay. just mix that up, eat it on the go. Cause you just have it in your fridge. Um, and it's good for a couple of days. Um, there's a lot of recipes and they will sound like something you've never heard of, but just look at the ingredients because they're usually <laughs> very super simple. It's like a bunch of Greek words, you know, and they call it a certain thing, but it's like tomatoes and cheese, you know, so it's super yeah. simple, 
but the big thing that we did was cut out the red meat. So like we still have taco night, but we use ground Turkey and we get whole grain tortillas. And I mean, if you just take off the cheddar cheese or, you know, throw a, you can use Parmesan or use a different or don't use cheese. And it's kind of the same ingredients at all, you know, but just cut out the red meat. But yeah, I love how I feel when I eat this food and I love that you can still eat bread <laughs> and olive oil. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I just put down, um, in a, on a little plate, I do olive oil, some balsamic vinegar, garlic salt, and Italian seasoning. And I dip my bread in there. It's so good. Like I've tried a bunch of different recipes for this dipping. And I just like that best. It's real it's real plain and that sounds really good. It's real good. Um, and if you like to make bread and like baking is something that you do. And I think that you can still like be creative with breads and kind of get that out of your system, you know, and not make the cookies and make some nice whole wheat bread and it, you can still stay on your diet. So I like that about it. It is a diet that you have to go to the store a lot because you do have to keep stocked in fresh fruits and veggies a lot. But back when I started this, I looked up a Mediterranean snack mix and it was really yummy. And I had to buy a lot of things in bulk. So I just kind of keep adding to it. Um, and it had like all kinds of dried fruits that they were hard fruits to find in my area and like almonds and pistachios and all kinds of the nuts. And it was really handy to have, especially in winter when fruit isn't really that good tasting, yeah. like figs and other things like that were in it. And it was really handy to have in the winter time, but also just like almonds and pistachios are always yummy to snack on. And those are totally okay on the diet. Um, and I also love yogurt. So I'm glad that that's still a thing. Just watch the sugar amount that you put. Um, if you use like a monk fruit or something like that, it would be fine. Um, but overall, I really love this diet and I think it's easy to stick with because it's really not that limiting. It makes you feel better. And when I'm feeling good, I can keep up the diet. So once you get the basic items, I think it's really easy to mix up something and there's very little cooking involved. And I would recommend the Mediterranean, the Mediterranean diet cookbook for beginners by Elena Paravantes. And we'll put the link in the show description. It gives you all the info that we've shared already and lots more. There's lots of meal planning ideas and lots of flavorful, simple recipes. We really got hooked on different salad recipes. Like I mentioned earlier, um, I put a lot of like tortellini in them chickpeas are in almost everything. And I've slowly been collecting just different variations on Pinterest and that's what we eat mainly. Um, but every now and then I want like full on Mediterranean, like really cool recipes. And so I'll pull them up out of that cookbook. Um, so definitely recommend trying it out. If you've never had Mediterranean food, I bet you have, <laughs> you just didn't realize it. Um, yeah. that's kind of how I was, but, um, I also have tried a lot of interesting foods that I haven't 
had before on this. And so I think that if you were going to put your whole family on it, which you'd mentioned earlier, Molly, I think it would be just getting your kids to try new foods because there are some different things. Um, We had couscous for the first time on this and my daughter just absolutely loved it. I mean, it's basically a, you know, soft rice kind of texture, but she found out that she loved it, you know, and so you never know till you try. Um, So definitely worth a shot. Thank you for listening to the Is My Heart Showing podcast. Please consider subscribing. Follow us at Is My Heart Showing on Instagram. And look us up on Facebook. We'd love for you to like our page. And we'll see you next time.